This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Don't miss out on your chance to listen to four-time Super Bowl champ Charlie Weiss on the only podcast solely devoted to everyone's favorite position in football, the quarterback. Listen for free now by subscribing wherever you get podcasts or by going to CelebrityQB.com. Welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. I am your host, Dwayne Callender. Uh, quite a bit to talk about today. We have uh, the NFL launching uh, the playoffs uh, going on, so we've got a wild card weekend. Uh, quite a bit happened with the NBA this week that, that uh, I'll try to get to, but uh, it's been a, a bit busy just trying to get the NFL stuff uh, put together. But anyway... Uh, right down to it, so uh, we've got two games on tap today. We've got uh, the Titans traveling to Kansas City, and in the nightcap, we've got the Falcons playing the Rams. Two matchups where uh, it should be a little bit interesting uh, watching the nightcap. The early matchup, um, you know, the story that keeps getting generated with the media is, can Alex Smith get it done in the playoffs? I, I kind of laugh at that because Alex Smith has had monster games in the playoffs. I, I don't know where this narrative came up that he can't actually put up points in the playoffs. I saw him blitz uh, the Colts. I saw him blitz the Saints uh, when he played in San Fran. It's not as though uh, Alex Smith has never had a big uh, playoff game performance. And when I hear things like this, this screams out to me, the media trying to create a story to make the game slightly more interesting. To be perfectly frank, I look at this and I'm saying, Kansas City favorite at 8.5. I got to take the Chiefs. I don't see anything out of the Titans today that warrants any confidence. To me, the Titans are a team that are just happy to make the playoffs. Their coach, is Mike Malarkey, is likely to get fired after this game because their owner is looking for a reason to replace him. So if they get blown out, he's definitely getting canned. The, the truth of the matter is, is that Tennessee is a team that had a very soft schedule. People were expecting them to be better than what they were. I don't know why they were expecting much out of them. Uh, Marcus Mariota has been inconsistent throughout the entire year. I look at this and I say, you know, Alex Smith should have time to throw the football. I think he's going to hit Travis Kelsey early and often. Uh, I don't think they're going to run the ball that effectively. The one thing Tennessee does do is that they control the run game. So, uh, they usually don't allow, uh, they average about 77 yards on the ground for the season. So I actually don't like Kareem Hunt in terms of a fantasy DFS play. Uh, I look at this as more along the lines of uh, Alex Smith and uh, Travis Kelsey having big days. Uh, Albert Wilson has been emerging in the lineup as well. Uh, you could also go with Tyreek Hill, but 
given some of the cash game valuations, uh, uh, that may not be the most uh, advantageous uh, salary you can uh, deal with. But yeah, I, I look at this uh, in scale of uh, this is an easy one for the Chiefs. As for the nightcap, you got the Falcons going out to L.A., uh, the Rams hosting their first home playoff game in Los Angeles in over 30 years. You know, in terms of this matchup, uh, it's a very interesting dynamic because realistically, if you told me last year that uh, the, the Falcons with as much high scoring as they did last year would actually be at a disadvantage in terms of uh, putting up points, I, I would have laughed, but... The truth of the matter is, and I, and I keep harping on it, is that Steve Sarkeesian has kind of whittled down this offense. I, I, I have to give Kyle Shanahan some more credit uh, for the work he did last year because uh, this is not nearly the same potent offense that we saw last year, and I don't see any uh, changes coming uh, with this matchup. I, I look at this and I say, even if Julio has a monster game, I still look at this as a matchup where the Rams are going to outscore the Falcons. Uh, and then there's the story that Devonta Freeman uh, got injured as well. I, I'm not liking what, uh, the reports I'm, I'm getting out on the, uh, the Freeman injury. It, it looks like he's going to play, but he looks like he's, uh, it's not going to be the full slate. I, I'm, I'm, very, yeah, I'm very much uh, concerned about uh, Atlanta players outside of Julio. And Julio still very expensive, but, you know, Julio usually shows up in playoff games. So uh, I look at that and I'm saying, you know, tread carefully with uh, the Falcons players. But I still uh, have to say that, you know, the uh, it makes it still makes more sense for uh, Julio to be played in lineups. But I wouldn't necessarily make him the focal point. I, I look at it and say... Uh, try to figure out a way of sneaking in Gurley into the lineup as well because I think Gurley is going to go off today on the Falcons' uh, defense. As for the game itself, originally this line was at minus 5 for the Rams. It's actually crept up to uh, just over uh, 6, so it's at 6.5. At that spread, I have to actually put it back on the Falcons. I just think that that spread's a little bit too rich for the Rams to cover by a touchdown. I expect the Rams to win this game, but I, I think pushing it to a touchdown is uh, asking quite a bit, especially considering it's Jared Goff's first uh, playoff game. I'm not a big Matt Ryan fan, but at least uh, he has the experience of controlling the emotions. And obviously Atlanta still has a chip on its shoulder because people are counting them out when they were in the Super Bowl last year. So again, I expect the Rams to win this game. I think they'll outscore Atlanta. I just don't think it'll be... Uh, a full touchdown. I think this ends up being kind of a close uh, four-point game uh, kind of situation where Atlanta scores late to cut it uh, to within uh, a touchdown. So that's why I, I can't go out that extra mile and say that the Rams are going to cover by a touchdown. So I'm going to take the Atlanta at six and a half. Moving on to Sunday games. I uh, got the Bills traveling to Jacksonville. To be fair, Jacksonville hasn't held a, a home playoff game in, in the, this millennium. And the Bills haven't played a playoff game, any playoff game in a millennium. So you got two random occurrences here. But with that being said, LaShawn McCoy is hurt. Even if Shady was healthy, this would be a tall ask for the Bills. The biggest thing you can hope for if you're a Bills fan is that Blake Bortles becomes a uh, plays like Blake Bortles uh, does and 
just absolutely kills the game for the Jaguars because I don't see where the Bills are making the strides to actually win this game unless Blake Bortles gives it away to them. And I feel as though Tom Coughlin is going to be in Doug Marone's ear screaming, Leonard Fournette is better touch the ball at least 25 times or I'm firing you and getting someone else who's going to give him the touches. Because I think Fournette is going to have a field day here. The Bills were the worst run defense in the league once Marcel Darius was traded. Two, coincidentally, the Jaguars. Again, Buffalo is just kind of happy to be there because, let's face it, their organization went out of their way to tank the season, and the players still uh, made it to the playoffs anyway. That's that's uh, That's a commendation to them just for how professional they were of how they handled uh, the Tyrod Taylor benching, just players being traded left and right. No one knows who's going where. You know, credit to them. They've done a tremendous job. I just think that this fairy tale story is going to end abruptly because I don't see where, as much as I just, <laughs> just think that Blake Bortles is a complete joke of an NFL quarterback, I don't see where uh, the Bills are going to make a, a dent here where – Jacksonville's going to completely fold with that defense. I, I think they're going to do enough, uh, especially with Shady Hurt, that they're going to stifle uh, what Tyrod Taylor has available to him to, in throwing the football. I mean, I, honestly, the only Buffalo player I would touch offensively might be Charles Clay, but that's about it. So I look at this and I'm saying, I'm taking Jacksonville 8.5. Uh, I mean, this line could be 10, and I would still take them. I, I, I just think this is the most lopsided matchup of the weekend just because with Shady injured, he's not going to be a full 100%. I, I, can't, I don't see where Buffalo's going to manage the offense. The offense is LaShawn McCoy. So uh, trying to reinvent the wheel once you hit the playoffs is a completely different beast. At least Tennessee has the excuse of, with DeMarco Murray out, that they have Derrick Henry. But the, Buffalo does not have that type of luxury. So, again, I'm taking the Jags. Um, that's going to be my lock of the week at 8.5. I... I, I I look at that and I'm saying the only way that loses is if Blake Bortles completely tanks. And if anything, that's a good thing for me because that means uh, there will be more than enough interest in someone like Eli Manning to get traded to uh, the Jags. But uh, like I said, uh, I I look at this game and too many metrics line up for Jacksonville for me to even consider the Bills in this one. And in the final game Sunday... For Wild Card Weekend, we have the Panthers traveling to New Orleans. Listen, I believe in Cam Newton as a very good quarterback. I, I'm, you know, sometimes I struggle with Cam Newton being a great quarterback because of his inconsistency. And this year has proven no different. He's been up, he's been down. When he's on, you can tell. When he's off, you can also tell within the first 10 minutes of a game that it's going to be a long day. To be fair, Cam has had to deal with the shoulder issue, but I look at this game and it's, if Cam Newton's not on, the Saints are going to blitz him in that first quarter. I don't see where between Kamara, Ingram, Michael Thomas uh, and that wide, uh, uh, Michael Thomas in the passing game with Drew Brees, I don't see where Carolina can stay in this game if they don't get off to a fast start and keep the Saints offense off the field. If the Saints are allowed to run their offense and get out to an early leave with that crowd in the Superdome, this game's going to get ugly real quick. 
I think Cam's going to make a game of it and show up to play. I just think that the Saints are a better team. I This is a game where uh, New Orleans favorite six and a half. I'll go ahead and take New Orleans at the six and a half uh, because I, I believe strongly enough that the Saints are the far better team. Even though it's a division rival and those games play close, the consistency with the way the Saints play at home, I I have to uh, bear bear witness to that. I gotta give them uh, I gotta give them due respect as uh, the uh, NFC South champion and the fact that they have the overall better team and they're playing at home. I, I you know again, Cam could make a game of it and keep it close. I just think that law of averages pans out that Cam's not gonna have the great game that he needs to keep this game close. And I think the Saints take it uh, by touchdown. So. Uh, I'm going to go with the Saints there. Moving on, we're going to get into uh, the DFS lineups uh, today because uh, we've got the games coming up shortly. Uh, In terms of DraftKings, I'm looking at this and uh, kind of along the lines where I was kind of going with uh, my lineups uh, that I was alluding to. At quarterback, I'm playing Alex Smith today. I I look at Alex Smith and I'm seeing a, a situation where he should be able to have a big game today uh, against a Titans team that real, really and truly doesn't really belong in the playoffs. Uh, Smith is 6,300. You could go with Jared Goff, but uh, he's at uh, who's at 6,600 on DraftKings. But realistically, it makes more sense to actually stick with uh, uh, Smith here because I'm I'm gonna t- uh, pair him with uh, uh, actually Goff is 6,700. Excuse me. But um, I'm going to pair Smith up with Travis Kelsey at tight end spot for 7100 I know that's paying a premium for Kelsey, but I think uh, he's due for a big game today. Uh, at running back, Todd Gurley, extreme premium here, uh, paying up for him. But uh, it's one of those where I, I feel i got to get it done. Uh, because uh, Gurley, again, uh, just has had such a monster year. You know, I've tried fading Gurley in the past, and I've just been burned numerous times. I, I just can't put myself in, into that type of position. So I'm, I'm going to go ahead and just uh, suck it up and uh, uh, give the man his due because it, it's just not – it has not been conducive to trying to fade Todd Gurley in any way, shape, or form. I, it's just uh, – I'm not doing it. So I'll pay, I'll pay up for Gurley at uh, 9700 and deal with it. In order to combat that, I'm actually going to go with Tevin Coleman as my second running back at 4,100. Again, Devonta Freeman injured. He's going to play today, uh, but I'm I'm not liking the reports. So, uh, you know, it, it, he seems to be ready to go, but T- Tevin Coleman is more than serviceable as uh, backup uh, and should get more carries today because of the injury. So I'm going to go with Tevin Coleman at 4,100. Uh, in terms of the pricing, moving on again, looking at this and saying this team doesn't have much of a chance. They're going to be behind. I'm going to look at Eric Decker on the Titans here. Uh, I think the Titans are going to be playing from behind. That means garbage time points. So I'm looking at Decker to get some receptions. He's been leading the, the Titans in targets the last month of the season. Uh, so uh, he's at 3,500. Uh, pricing wise, that works out quite well in terms of what I'm trying to do with the budget. So I'm going to go with Decker. Uh, my lead uh, wide receiver, though, is going to be Michael Thomas on the Saints. Most consistent receiver in fantasy, in my opinion, outside of Antonio Brown. So, 
We've got to go back to the well again. So 7,800, uh, lock him into the lineup. Uh, my third wide receiver is Albert Wilson on the Chiefs. Uh, he's had a big second half. Uh, broke out in week 17 with everyone out. He has good rapport with Smith. Again, stacking him with Smith. So I'm going to take him. I already alluded to Kelsey being in my lineup at 7,100. So that leaves the flex. Uh, I'm actually taking Greg Olson on the Panthers. Cam Newton's security blanket. I expect him to have a number of targets. Maybe he gets into the end zone as well. He's at 5,000. Uh, seems like a very worthwhile pick, uh, in my opinion. So I'm going to go with uh, Greg Olson and Flex. And then as my defense, I'm going to go with the Saints at 3,200 because I think there's a possibility that uh, you can have a defensive uh, touchdown potential uh, there with uh, the Saints as opposed to going along the lines of uh, some of these other options. The issue would be is that the Chiefs are priced at 3400 and the Jags are priced at 4400 I would rather take the option of the Saints, who could probably get some type of turnover uh, or touchdown, than you know, paying up for defense and not being able to afford uh, Greg Olson because the flex options uh, at under 5000 aren't that appealing to me at this uh, point in time. So uh, that's what I've got going on for uh, DraftKings. Uh, I'm going to move over to FanDuel, uh, which uh, had a slightly different pricing structure. But uh, I'll uh, get into just the thought process again uh, on this one. So uh, in terms of the FanDuel lineups, uh, there's a slight difference in thought process, but uh, you'll see where I'm getting at here. Uh, I'm going to go Drew Brees as my quarterback uh, for this one. Uh, but I do have some uh, Alex Smith exposure. You know, Brees is at 8,100. Smith is at 7,800. So, again, you know, you can uh, you can uh, uh, slice, a, uh, sl- slice a there. But uh, in terms of the matchups, I'm going to go Todd Gurley, the running back. 10 grand on FanDuel, which is absurdly expensive but again i'm not fading Gurley. it's just it's been too painful trying to fade the guy i'm gonna uh, take leonard fournette as my running back i'm gonna take michael thomas as my wide receiver uh decker at 4800 is gonna be the second wide receiver dd westbrook on the jags i may swap him out um still still gonna weigh in on that one a little bit maybe uh I'll change it later, but uh, for now, I'm still sticking with Westbrook at 6,100. Charles Clay is my tight end at 5,500. Uh, Kelsey is at 7,700. Uh, I have another lineup that I'll reveal for FanDuel as well uh, uh, on that piece uh, to get him in, but you have to make some concessions to do it. Uh, kicker, Sam Ficken uh, for the Rams, 4,500. The Rams scored the most points in the league. He's dirt cheap. Might as well give it a shot. Although he's missed a ton of kicks. I'm hoping for the best. And then uh, for the defense, I got Saints defense at 4,600. Now, in terms of the alterations I could have done, you know, this obviously comes down to the pricing. The Chiefs defense is more expensive at 4,800. Again, I'm looking at this and I'm saying I I just feel more comfortable uh, sticking with uh, uh, what I've got here because – at the end of the day, you're looking to try to get turnovers. And the Chiefs, I think, are going to hold them. I think Tennessee is going to play a really conservative game. So that's the other reason why I'm not as sold on Chiefs defense today. But, you know, could be proven wrong. 
The other FanDuel lineup I've got going is Alex Smith at QB, Gurley at running back, uh, Jonathan Stewart at uh, my second running back at 5,600. That's in order to afford Kelsey. So you've got uh, uh, Decker at 4,800, Richard Matthews at 5,500. Again, both of the players on Titans. I think the Titans are going to be throwing a lot from behind. Uh, although I'm not sold enough on Mariota to actually consider Mariota in lineups today, but I, I think he's gonna at least get some yardage. Uh, Julio, uh, just uh, in terms of big play potential, uh, as a, t- a tournament play for FanDuel, I got him in at 8,500. Kelsey, 7,700, as I mentioned. Ficken, and then with the cash left over, I could afford Jags D at 5,600. So that's my other lineup for FanDuel. So that would be Smith, Gurley, Stewart, Decker, Matthews, Julio, uh, Kelsey, Ficken, and Jags D. You know, again, in terms of uh, these lineups, it it just kind of comes down to, you know, who catches hot. It's only four games, so you never know. A couple other items I did want to talk about. Uh, You got the news that uh, John Gruden is going to be the head coach of the Raiders shortly after he announces this last game on ESPN between the Chiefs and the Titans. Uh, Yeah. It's very, very curious decision, uh, to put it mildly. Uh, I'll, I'll dive into a bit uh, one later. Uh, I, I, I just want to get into, for those of you who have uh, best lineup uh, contest for NFL, uh, I'll reveal my, uh, and this will be the uh, lineup where you can only pick one player from every uh, playoff team, so you got 10 in total. So my lineup would be... Uh, Tom Brady, QB, Le'Veon Bell, Gurley as my other running back, Julio Jones, Adam Thielen as my other wide receiver. In the flex spot, uh, I'll take Alvin Kamara on the Saints, uh, Delaney Walker on the Titans, uh, Travis Kelsey as my tight end, Jake Elliott as my kicker, and the Jags D. You know, again, uh, uh, with this being like just one player on each team, it gets a little bit difficult. Uh, but uh, you, you kind of look at it in these lineups to see who's going to make it farthest. So obviously, I'm going to put preferential treatment on the Patriots. So we're going to take Brady because he's going to make the most points on the Patriots as the quarterback. So that's just the line of thinking. And then you're just kind of seeing who else is going to keep moving along uh, uh, in those uh, type of formats. So. Uh, that's what I've got here today. The games are coming up, so I'm going to cut this episode short just so I can get this uploaded and you guys can actually take a look at the lineups and uh, hear what I'm uh, explaining to you for so you can submit it in time. So anyway, uh, that's all for now, and I'll catch up later during the games. Have a good one. talked about position in all of sports the quarterback and now there's a show solely dedicated to the most sought after role on the field celebrity qb featuring four-time super bowl champion coach charlie weiss 
Unlike other football shows, you'll get the inside scoop on all things quarterbacks. Like, is this the year Tom Brady finally looks his age? Will dating Danica Patrick distract Aaron Rodgers? I mean, he's dating Danica Patrick, Charlie. We're interested in that, you know? Well, I mean, Tommy's got Giselle. I'll I'll take Giselle, okay? (laughs) Is Dak Prescott good enough to win a Super Bowl for the Cowboys? Which rookie quarterback has the best shot of making a positive impact in 2018? How about intellectually, Charlie, as far as what they ask the quarterbacks to do now? The game has changed, but the pressure that's put on quarterbacks and it always been put on quarterbacks is tremendous. Join Charlie Weiss and co-host Steve Strout on an all-new podcast from Lasting Media, exclusively about quarterbacks. Subscribe now at Apple iTunes or wherever you listen to great podcasts. Celebrity QB, everyone's favorite position. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.